0: By the way, Doctor, is mystery your sole pleasure, young man? What could be more pleasant than mystery? Well, music, for instance. Music, fly, of
1: course. Music, for instance. Music, Music, fly, of course. Feel on top of the world.
0: Yo, thank you so much for tuning in again. As always, I'm your host, Kia Orion. Uh, It's currently 622 Sunday afternoon. I'm doing this little intro for this episode, but I'm going to keep it pretty short because my guest um, is the incredible, one-of-a-kind Dexter Thomas, uh, who was nice enough to give me an interview when he was out in Brooklyn for a work trip. We met up at the Williamsburg Hotel a few weeks back. He was out there interviewing Keenan Thompson from SNL um and doing a possible project with uh some other folks who shall not be named, but well hopefully if the project comes true will be dropping soon. So um as far as I go, you know, same shit with me. I'm still I'm still doing the damn thing, trying to figure it out. Um but as far as my guest, uh Dexter, I knew him if we went if you went to Cornell with me and we were if you were into hip hop, you probably knew about this dude. Um Dexter was one of the coolest teachers I ever had. He was a TA for this hip hop class, and I met him when we were I I'm not I think I cut it out of the episode unfortunately because we talked about so much shit. We sat down for like three hours um, when he was in town, but uh, I tried to you know I tried to keep the episode pretty short. But I met him when Africa Bombada came to campus, and there's this little discussion. And I was like, yo, who's this fly dude with a flat top um, asking, the, asking the right questions? Because <laughs> he was doing Africa Bombada for a loop, which was quite a scene in itself. But uh, yeah, Dexter's come a long way. He was doing a PhD. He still is. He's he's in the middle of his dissertation on Japanese hip-hop at Cornell. Um, the dude's gotten a Fulbright scholarship. He's been in Japan. He, he's a world traveler at this point. He, he works for Vice News, and he's a correspondent. Would we clear up. I, I kind of fucked his job title up in the interview, which you'll see. That's what we talk about mostly because I'm curious. You know, I watch a lot of his pieces and I love a lot of the things that Vice does. And so I was curious about what it's like being a correspondent for one of those companies. And that's what most of this interview is about. If you're into journalism, if you're into news, if you're into creating good stories, this is the one for you. It's not so much about beats. It's not so much about hip hop and music. It's more about how much work goes in behind the scenes to make interesting and engaging stories and content for TV and for the internet. And so if you want to check him out, um, it's whatupdex.com. If you Google Dexter Thomas Vice, all of his shit will pop up. He's got hella videos. We talk about uh, stuff from his interview with Keenan Thompson from SNL. We talk about uh, the guy who started um, the Harlem Shake if you remember that, a couple of years ago, that huge Harlem Shake uh, meme that went around, uh, that guy who created that is actually like a guy on YouTube who's super poppin' and just put out this pretty emotional uh, album, so we talk about that, we talk about a ton of shit, I can't even cover it all in the intro, I'm not even gonna try, so let me stop, let me stop flopping my gums, this is my interview with Dexter Thomas, dude is dope, check him the fuck out new 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 pieces dropping every night let's go welcome back to another episode of Orion radio uh, thank you for tuning in as always um, I'm here with the one and only dex digi <laughs> aka Dexter Thomas. <laughs> A.K.A. fly T.A. in the motherfucking game. <laughs>
1: because I was at one point a T.A., yes. Maybe one day we'll be again. One
0: day we'll be again. If you're yeah. sleeping on the man, you need to wake the fuck up. Uh, my man Dexter. I'm no sway, but, uh, you know, intros, that's the game. So I'm sitting down with Dexter. This man, um, you know, if you are not catching him out, Advice, news—you might catch him in the gym doing shoulder presses, <laughs> one, th- you know, one thirty-five on that overhead press. <laughs> Let's go. Um, but for those that don't know, now you know, Dex. So tell people a little bit. I want to Tarantino, this shit, sort of where we'll start. I want to get into the origin story, the superior origin story. But sure. But we'll start at the end. Yeah. And about where you are now and what you're doing.
1: Yeah, I mean the easiest. Well, I guess I mean I'll just start with what I do for a day job because my day job is basically my life right now. Right, um, is I'm a correspondent on Vice News Tonight, uh, which is a show on HBO, and I've been doing that for just over a year now, and so that's that's mostly what I'm working on. Also, um, I hesitate to say on the side, but um, I'm also still a PhD student and I'm working on a dissertation. Um, which is at Cornell and it's on Japanese hip hop.
0: But so with the Vice stuff, mm-hmm. it first of all seems like a crazy job. Yes. Um and there's so many of those pieces that I want to talk to you about. But as far as getting started with Vice as someone who was doing a PhD in a PhD program right. and now is like an investigative journalist. I
1: don't know if I want to call myself that, but sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well
0: so then what would you as far as the stories that you find, what would mm-hmm. you then say your kind of job title?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, officially, job title is I'm a correspondent. Correspondent. Yeah, I'm a correspondent. And so, most of what I do is culture. Mm. Um, But culture is so wide, it's like, what does that even mean? Yeah, and so, I mean, what I've been saying is culture is whatever keeps you on the couch Mm. or whatever makes you get up off of the couch, so basically everything.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. know. You know no, what I mean? It, but it, it makes sense. Yeah. And so, yeah. But that that's how I view myself. Like I've, you know, even when I was at the LA Times, like if you asked me what I did, and I said this from the beginning, like I'm a culture writer. Like that's what I do. I do culture. And, um, but yeah, so that's, so I'll do, you know, really kind of anything. But so I I do culture, but I also, I'll do like quote unquote hard news. So. I've done politics. I've done, uh, you know, kind of here and there, like, some tragic type stuff. Yeah. Um, you the know, but I've done drug, a lot of, like, drug quirk stuff. Yeah, yeah, I've done it a lot heavy. of drug stuff. Yeah, um, I've done, you know, but also, like, just some weird quirky stuff. But, and I really like having that balance. That's actually really, really cool. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, I... If, you know, the main thing that's the most noticeable thing is that I'll, I'm on camera. I'm the one asking questions. Yeah. Um, obviously, I do stuff behind the scenes, but also, obviously, there's a lot of other people who are doing a bunch of really, really heavy lifting behind the scenes who you don't see Right, that are doing things that are probably more important than what I'm doing. And so, yeah, but that's what I do.
0: And so, there are a couple aspects about that. First of all, mm-hmm. as, and this is just for my um, selfish interest, when you're sure. out there on a shoot um, – how do you like how many people are there how do you is it is are you traveling with camera guys camera women is there Mm -hmm. one person that's your you know your go-to how does it actually work and how much work as far as the listeners and myself goes Mm -hmm. into making one of those like 10 minute stories
1: uh well usually not 10 minutes (laughs) usually five or less yeah Yeah. but but that's harder actually because 10 if you give me 10 minutes man I can give you 10 minutes. Yeah. Because um, those little I mean, vice good snippets minutes, are, I don't know. are
0: pretty, sh- they're pretty short. Yeah.
1: Like, um, yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is to sort of back up, I mean, the pieces that we do like network news, a lot of that stuff, that's going to be like maybe 90 seconds, maybe two minutes. Um, and it's not enough time uh, to really get anything. And so we will do five minutes, which doesn't sound like a lot, but hopefully by if, if it's done well, when you watch it, it's like, Okay, you've given me basically everything I need to know. Yeah. Um, And so that's the goal. But, yeah, in terms of who's with us, um, actually physically on the grounds, the minimum would be three. Minimum would be two, I guess, technically. You know, one person uh, in front of the camera, one person behind the camera. That's the absolute minimum. But generally, the minimum would be three people. So two people on a camera and, and then one person in front of the camera. Um, you know, so for example, if if we were doing this uh, it, as as a segment right now, there'd be one person on a camera right behind me, kind of shooting over the shoulder and getting a like a clean shot at you, and then there'd be a person be, a camera behind you getting a shot of me, and so we can cut back and forth, yeah, um, to get you know reactions and stuff like that. Um, so there there could be three people only, but then it's possible where you've got two people who are dedicated shooters. Um, you know the camera people, but also a producer. So producer is a person who's really got the big picture, of the story in mind, and making sure that everything is going according to plan. You know they're handling logistics, but also handling, you know, making sure that, for example, are there questions that I'm missing? Is is there something that, that's missing? Is making sure everything is happening the way it needs to happen. Um, and then you may have somebody who's just handling sound, for example. Um, oh shit! It's a bit of a rarity now. Um because you don't always need that, um but if it's sort of a chaotic environment, you may need that, yeah, and so you could have up to five people but which is still pretty slim, actually it's not this other productions may have more people, but yeah it's it's pretty slim, so let's take some one
0: let's take one story as mm-hmm. an example, and we'll kind of walk walk it through from start to finish, sure um and so a couple that I saw that I really liked, and one one that was hip hop focused was the guys in the Chinese yeah higher uh, brothers yeah
1: higher brothers higher brothers yeah. Um, so I was so happy I got to do that. It, that
0: was nuts because mm-hmm. obviously Rich Chiga yeah is popping right now, yeah. and so I didn't even realize he was part of this thing. So walk. Well, he's part of Eighty Eight Rising, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. but that, that sort of management, and then I also mm-hmm. knew the other Asian dude that that's popping right now that was this part Eighty Eight Rising. I'm forgetting his name. Uh, Joji maybe not joe because you had another
1: thing with joji yeah which was great Uh, i mean i was really happy i did that which is great um oh you're talking about keith ape yes that's what i was thinking so keith ape keith ape i wrote about keith ape like i was the first person to like be on that to to be on it in like a proper way not to be like whoa look there's koreans (laughs) rapping isn't this weird (laughs) right right but like yo here's what's happening this is why this is massive um yeah, but in, anyway, yeah. So I haven't done a piece. At some point, I kind of do want to do a piece should, with Keith. A. You should do a, piece um, with Keith a but but with higher at some bros. Point, yeah,
0: higher bros. How do you walk me from start to finish, How do you pick the story, mm. and then how do you make it come to fruition where you get to go to China to interview them? Yeah, just sort of. And fuck the podcast, whatever. This is just for me because yeah, I'm yeah. into it. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, just yeah. How does how does that something? How do you find that and then make that a real? Right. thing?
1: Right. Yeah. I mean really it was uh so i was gonna be going to china anyway um Mm. so i was going to interview this you might have heard of this this mma fighter who beat up this tai chi uh Mm. fighter and so i was going there anyway and i think and i had another story there also so i had two stories already that were set up in beijing and so i'm like shoot if we're going to beijing I want to go to Chengdu. So, I mean, it, that's not close. That's like saying, oh, hey, we're in California. Let's go to like Florida. Okay, someone yeah. who's out of
0: touch with the geography, period, let it's alone far. Chinese. It's far. Yeah, far. Okay, it's, 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 a, a,
1: it's a few hours flight. So okay. it's not just like pop away. <laughs> hey, China. <laughs> okay. China's a really big place. And so, um, but I mean, the, the really cool thing about Vice is is um, about the show is if there is something to be done and you can say, hey, this is an interesting phenomenon or this is an interesting story, you know, They'll put into it, and just to stop right there. Mm-hmm. What do you? What are those pitch meetings like? How do you make it? What? What? How? What does it take to say this is worth it? How do you know uh, it's worth it? I mean, it's it's hard to say, but it's. I mean, you're you're. It's like pitching anything else. Yeah. You know, what I mean, to anybody. It's you gotta you gotta make a case for why is this important, and you know, mine is like, look, here's these Chinese rappers. And it's not just, ha, 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 Chinese rappers. It's like, they're actually really good. They're like the Migos of China. They're actually, I mean, I want to write something about them. Speaking of somebody who spent time with them, they are Migos.
0: Yo, I got the uh, You Yo, made the comparison. I was like, that is perfect. They, they're
1: basically, that. I mean, it just in the in the way that they work together. So we didn't really get to show it as much in the piece. Yeah. But the way that they work together, it's just like, it's complete trust. Like the creative process watching it was amazing. Cause that's they're, cool. they'll like pair, there's four of them, and they'll pair up cause they know who they work well together mm. with. And they'll just sit there and they'll write the lyrics on their phone and they'll kind of say it back to each, back and forth to each other. And this just kind of like listening to the beat, saying it back and forth to each other. And they'll say it and then just like, oh, no, 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 don't say that, say this. Oh, that's dope. And the other guy would be like, yeah, yeah, you know what, you're right. And he'll change it. And he'll be like, no, 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 I think I should do this. And he'll like, say it back to him. No, I don't like that. Yeah, okay, I'll change it then. And it change, and, and it, but and he's correct. You know, I don't know Chinese as well as that. Yeah. to really be able to say that much, but I could understand what they were talking like the instructions and the direction they were giving each other. Yeah. And you could just tell just the way they worked together was amazing. But anyway, so I'm able to say look, here is how popular they are just in the states and this is a really interesting phenomenon cuz in general, all the Chinese rap that I've heard has been garbage. I've never liked it, and I've wanted to like the it. Same, and it's never been good. Even the people who are popular, like people showing it to me, like this is not good. Yeah, this is there's there's no there's nothing about this that would make you want to listen to it. So I'm thinking this this is this is a thing. And then you know, eighty Rising also I've found interesting anyway. And so you know, pitched it and they liked it. There's been things that I've that I've liked that pitch. You know, doesn't make it. Same, same as anywhere else. Is, are your bosses obviously? You've been at Vice and seem to be enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Or you feel
0: like your bosses, editors, whatever they are, sort mm-hmm. of the gatekeepers. Yeah, are at some place like Vice, and you know, I'm not just saying this. To, I don't want to get you fired or anything, but you feel like they <laughs> they have their mind in the right place as far as the ideas are relatively in line with what you also find is culturally important things like that. They like they um, similar vision.
1: They trust us. They cool. trust us, and and I think we generally trust them as well. Um, would we disagree on stuff. I mean, that's if we didn't, it'd be the quality of the stuff. I think would be worse. Yeah. Um, but it's not the LA Times, like you said, where you feel like you don't yeah. to do shit you want to do. Yeah, I I just couldn't make stuff that I wanted to make. Cool. Um, but I don't have that problem here. It's like if if you want to make it, then and you can get out and hustle and do it. All right, go. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so so you choose a topic, you pitch it,
0: mm-hmm. you get it greenlit. How do you get the higher brothers on board to do the interview um, from the States? Yeah,
1: because they they might not want to. Exactly, um, we hit them up, and they're like, "Yeah, let's do it." Because at that point, nobody outside of China was, and really inside China, I don't know how many. I mean, no, that there there's I've read enough to know that they were known inside of China. But the thing is, they're they're more popular outside of China than they are inside in of China, a, which is the thing do, we talked yeah, about. Yeah, and the story I found that was interesting because yeah. it seemed
0: still pretty pop and even in China.
1: Yeah, it's it's weird. It's they're they're popular in China because they're popular outside, of
0: China. <laughs> which is such a yeah. weird mind fuck, you It's know a what it's mean?
1: a it's a technique yeah. actually, and it's a really good one. But um, yeah, no, I mean, really, we just hit them up and said, "Hey, we like to come talk to you." I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever.
0: Okay, so then you you're ready to go. Yeah. Device clears it mm-hmm. do you have um because it's a crew that you go with i assume do you right. have homies that you're kind of always like it's like Stephen lindsey or your two or is it like
1: um know, some people do, you- do so i'm i'm lucky in that um i kind of bounce all over the company um so i've worked with just about every not every but i've worked with a lot of producers And I work with a lot of um, so some people work with they've got one producer who they work with and that's basically it yeah which is a good thing because you learn you know where somebody needs help you learn uh, you know and they learn how they can help you and stuff like that Um, but I there'll be people who I work with more often than others but I work kind of with um with sort of everybody but this particular trip was I'd work with that producer before okay um but everybody else uh so the other the other shooter was brand new actually to me Huh. okay yeah, yeah. and i mean then there's freelance people a lot too so you may work with freelance people Breaks it
0: if you're like yeah out in japan or in china you know mm-hmm. for a week with strangers and you're putting the other creative project together yeah in my mind i'm thinking that is like you are like okay we're a band for a week just a music exactly. analogy and you're like exactly how, working through ego working through creative vision yeah and that and a little cohort of exactly those
1: people yeah I is, mean so that that's a lot of it is you I mean you gotta not be a terrible person like, <laughs> yeah yeah that's part of the job is like don't be terrible um but yeah man, I mean you're you're traveling with people you're you're eating with them um I mean you go back to your own hotel room at the end of the night but Night might not come until past midnight. Right. And those are might, really long days. Oh, they they definitely can be. Oh, I've been, I've stayed up until six or seven a.m.
0: Just shooting? Or no, what you like
1: waiting for word back from Brooklyn on what they wanted, oh and and God. like so we're we're done shooting. But you know, I'm this is in Japan. I'm like translating stuff because we didn't have translators who could work on it enough. So I had to like translate the interviews that I had done myself I had to translate it myself and then we're doing VO and I'm recording voiceover oh, and shit. we're sending it back and they're saying no, no 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 Dexter like you gotta do it like this and no we gotta change these words cause we're gonna make this different edit say it like you know say this now and I'm like no I'm not saying that I wanna say it like this and they're like okay yeah that makes more sense yeah I do it like that and so it's just back and forth and okay, back and forth okay so and and I forth. didn't realize that was a part of it too so yeah,
0: okay so you go over you get the story mm-hmm. everything works out you the band stays together. You guys yeah. aren't assholes to each other. Yeah, and while you're over there, you have to kind of put the story together and report back to headquarters here. It
1: can be, yeah. So if it's if it's something where if it's something where you can record it, bring it back, and and wait for a few weeks, yeah, that's fine. But if it's something they want right now, then they need it right now. How much are their hands in the project as far as
0: your, when you're doing your voiceovers?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Are you writing that? Are they writing that? How much of it is that final product that we see? How many versions has that been through? Like, um,
1: It can go through a pretty good amount of versions. Really? There's a, You'd be shocked at how few people are actually putting the thing together. It's a lot. But considering that we're making a really damn good television show yeah that lasts half an hour every single weekday it's kind of shocking like what what how that. how small the team is like i'll I'll take you by and i mean it's a lot of people in there but it's gonna be like this is it like you're making this show with these just this yeah um but no there's, there's a lot of people i mean you know we got the senior producers looking at it we got people back you know, people were editing it. I mean, the editors are geniuses. Yeah, all of that's them. what I
0: wanted to know because the video is always so clutch too. The videos yeah. like mini movies. And so I'm always it's like the,
1: it's I mean, the shooters are all all really good. Um the editors Wait, are like people don't appreciate the editors. I mean, the people working sound, um, people mixing the thing, the people coloring the thing. I mean, all you know, and I know I'm people doing graphics, graphics are
0: Dude, yeah. So real quick about just the graphics. The graphics are on amazing. It, yeah, on the Sailor Moon. Yeah, oh, this, like who
1: did all those drawings? We have got, got graphics? this graphics team, man. And... I'm like, I'm
0: like, in my mind, I'm like, yo, these aren't just like Sailor Moon. Gra- like somebody had to draw. Yeah, all they drew this it.
1: Shit. Yeah, Grace drew Shout it. Shout out Grace one yeah. time. Like it was. I'm like, yo,
0: this is a. Pr- it's all such high level. Yeah, they're
1: they're they're amazing. That, yeah. that
0: and that's why I was just curious, just as far as behind the scenes, like how many people are actually there, there's that,
1: a there's a lot crazy. of people there's a lot of people who might touch your piece definitely um you know so it's it's not it's not any one person yeah. obviously because there's so many people just logistically even involved with getting the first part which is shooting the dang thing yeah <laughs> yeah so that that in and of itself that's already like i said three to five people but once you send that package back you know there's, there's people i mean you need people just to Store and organize the footage because that end of itself if it wasn't done properly it'd be a nightmare because you gotta fun. be able to access it and stuff like there's that there's so much there's, there's a lot there's a lot of moving parts yeah. and yeah seriously man every time it comes on I'm just I have I'll, I'll look at the show sometimes like how do we do that like how how does this even happen it doesn't yeah. make any sense but it every day it happens it's really weird it's amazing yeah. For you, when you're looking at things, what
0: makes a story attractive for you as Dexter Thomas. If you're mm-hmm. looking at a couple of things that say, "I'm going to take higher Brothers over Five Finger Posse from Philly," I don't mm-hmm. know. You know what I mean? Like what what is it about th- those elements for um, that make it for you? And you're like, okay, there's something here.
1: Sure, yeah. Oh, well, a lot of it is has not been done before? If it has, then I'll probably stay away. Mm. Um, that being said, if it's been written about, um, but it hasn't been done visually, or at least, or especially if it's been written about, but I don't particularly like it, and yeah. I, I know there's more to it, and I know I could do it better, yeah, um, then I'll, you know, then I might take it. Um, culture stuff, I mean, it it depends. There's some stuff where, you know, I think there's, say something about, You know, I I definitely am into talking and showing a showing um giving people a look at say minority perspectives, which they wouldn't normally get, which I think is really important. Um, you know, in a way which is not just because it's my hey, but you know, but but more because um this is because if it's not talked about a lot. And if it's not shown, then, then it is news, you know, because it's new to a lot of people. Yeah. And so that, for me, that clears the bar. Um, but also, I mean, really, really what it comes down to is, does it interest me? And I'm interested in a lot of stuff. And do I think I can convey that interest to other people? Then I'll probably go for it. So it's it's sort of hard to describe, Um I mean, if, if you were to ask me, why did you pick this particular thing? Yeah. I could answer that. Okay, But, but if really, it's, it's really just anything. Does it interest me? Yeah. Well, let's run through a few of them. Sure.
0: Um, because that, that's a good point. There was somewhere I was like, how did Dexter even find this? And mm-hmm. then another, as, as, as someone was like, I wonder what stories didn't make the cut for yeah. this one. So say something like the, um I think it might have been Joji, the, yeah. the guy who made the Heartbreak album, who did the mm-hmm. Harlem Shake thing. Yeah why him why that
1: you know because um i knew of his filthy frank persona mm. i knew of that and then i later heard just much later i'm on soundcloud because that's how i do my music Absolutely. soundcloud is all soundcloud like no spotify no nothing just yeah, soundcloud yeah and um i run across this track called world star money and i'm like that's a great that's a great name. I'm clicking <laughs> yeah. on this. And I listened to it and I was like, this is amazing. This is so good. And I played it over and over and over again. And at some point later, I realized that Joji and Filthy Frank are the same person. I had no idea. Yeah. And so, and just as he was doing more stuff, I was like, this, this is really fascinating. And then I ran into him uh, at a boiler room thing. Cause I went to a boiler room thing in LA um, actually, oddly enough, I went there because it was an 88 rising thing uh, and it said higher brothers were performing. I'm like, all right, I'm going to this absolutely. higher brothers weren't there. It was just something that they had like taped a recording and like sent it over. It was, it was actually, it was not very well That's orchestrated. Cold, yeah. Um, but Joji was there and you know, somebody introduced me to him and I said, Hey, uh, I like your stuff. Cause I do. And he's like, Oh, cool. And I was like, you know what? When it's album time, let's talk. And, no. you know, but that's the mechanics of it. But the basics of it was, yo, here's this guy who did this really, used to do this really weird stuff. Super weird stuff. But also made this really damn good music, which is completely different. How how do you do that? Yeah. And so I, you know, I wanted to talk to him. I was just interested
0: that's cool and that's it because it was such a complex character because there's so many of those youtube stars that don't do a lot of just like actual in-person interviews Mm -hmm. and i thought it was interesting i was like this is a guy that i would never have assumed was like and so spiritual into like then you're fishing with him like i I was like this is such a funny scene like this is a guy that's like doing like gross shit on youtube but he's actually kind of a guy he's like a regular dude that's just like
1: a little bit confused, like trying to find his way Yeah, fishing. You know, like yeah. it was like Yeah, he's just like he's like a he's really cool. I mean, I really liked hanging out with him. Yeah. Um but yeah, exactly. He's just, you know, he's an artist. He's definitely an artist. And, you know, he's just trying to like everybody, trying to figure it out. Yeah. And and you know, Doing a pretty good job at it, I think. I just yeah, I was crushing it.
0: Okay, so there's something like Joji, and then how do you come across something like the fentanyl?
1: So that the car fentanyl thing, the car
0: fentanyl, yeah, that's an
1: intense. Yeah, so that was really early on, actually. Um, that was so that was brought to me. Gotcha. So that that was something where some producers have been working on it and said for whatever reason and I think I'm happy that they did I'm always happy when somebody said they want me on it but they decided they wanted me on the project Um, and so you know we went on and did it but yeah that was like the second like second or third piece I ever did
0: what did those like because those are heavy it's different than just like hey hi brother let's talk it's like yeah,
1: those are some like you were like behind the scenes for real with some of those yeah I mean I'm talking to somebody like I'm watching a dude basically overdose and then I go and talk to him and ask him like what happens if you die and having him tell me like uh you know maybe i would like to die yeah yeah
0: how do you how do you navigate that how, being like because this is for the story but also you, you you realize you're kind of serving a higher purpose kind of exposing this
1: thing. yeah i mean there's there's that but there's also you know he wanted to talk cool. you know we we asked and that's probably a huge thing with your stories, like the consent
0: thing, of course, the sign, of course, of course, of
1: course, not even not even that well, I mean, if if with a news thing for the most part, if they see the camera and they want to be on the camera, then you know it's implied for the as far as I understand, I don't understand right. all the legalities of it, but for the most part, unless it's like kids, right, or there's a reason to think that this person is not able to give their consent, then, yeah. you know that's an issue, but um yeah he 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 wanted to talk because he wanted people. To know that this is, you know, he's he's suffering from a disease, and and that's kind of what he wanted to get across. I think um, that he's you not know, like he's not a bad person, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, I've you know, I've talked to people and other people who, I've, who I work with have done much worse, you know, done been in much more difficult situations. I think than I have, but um, you know, people who've watch loved ones die, basically, um, you know, and, and other stuff which can get kinda heavy. Yeah. Um but I don't know, man. It's I mean it can be draining, it can be kinda tough. Um, but it's it's really all about I guess just, you know, making the person feel comfortable and making the person feel like they can talk about whatever is is they're talking about. You know what I mean? Um I mean, yeah, that, that's really it i mean it's it I don't know that it gets easier, I mean, and I've only been doing this really for a year, yeah. so you know, checking with me in five but, <laughs> yeah um but my 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 impression is that I don't think it ever gets easier. Hmm. it's just that's what it is, yeah. yeah,
0: maybe you just get better at handling it or something. I don't know
1: mm. maybe, yeah, I don't know,
0: as someone who would want to go into this field mm-hmm. um you know, and looking back a year ago, yeah, the only you know, only been doing it for a year, yeah. but life has a strange way of taking new places. Mm-hmm. What, what sort of advice would you give to to folks that are interested in um, journalism or correspondence of some sort like this?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's something that I think that I was when we were talking on the phone a while ago. Yeah. Is I think the big thing is just be interested. Hmm. And I think the more interested you are in things, the more interesting you become. Yeah. And and I think that that's honestly what it is. Like if you're if you're interested in a bunch of stuff, you become interesting. Like I said. So this, I'm just interested in a ton of things. Like I'm kind of fascinated with languages in general. Um, I really like. I, I know way more than is than I maybe care to admit about like old video game systems (laughs) (laughs) and and so i think about video games a lot and um you know that's led to me writing some really bizarre things but which i'm really proud of um
0: let's talk about this because this is
1: and also and also led to a lot of the stuff that um that i've done like you know this piece on wolfenstein that i did which i was really really proud of yeah Um, i'm still really proud of it um you know what I mean? Because I I got Bethesda to let me play their game, maybe before anybody else did, which um, is huge. Yeah, people and were crazy for Wolfenstein. Yeah, and it was it's a it's a really interesting game. But yeah, so things people aren't even people aren't even thinking about. But because I coming I come from this just different angle. Yeah, I think that's kind of what helps me at least do some of the stuff I do. The so the reason I couldn't do so i reason i couldn't record this on thursday is uh or wednesday even i had an interview with keenan thompson from snl yeah that's dope yeah so shit man yeah yo what about uh i mean it's a ba- it's basically about snl um and it's you know kind of how the show's changed because he's the longest serving cast member on the show yeah, like, like, like 15 seasons, seasons. forever yeah
0: but he still looks like he's like 25. Basically, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's why he just seems like he's just always the same yeah, age. Yeah.
1: So, oh, um, shit. I was, so, yeah, I was preparing for that. Um,
0: that's, yo, that's another thing, actually. while I guess we'd love to talk to you about, mm-hmm. too, is sort of helping me out Sure. Because you've got to do all these interviews, too. How do you prepare it's, for someone like Kenan?
1: It's, um, I mean, I won't lie. Dude, I was super nervous, man. Like I'm, I'm always nervous, and I was, and every single time, it's like this is gonna be the one that I screw up. Yeah, you honestly, this you is can't be... even tell. You always look super chill. Well, thank him, you. By the way. I'm always like, I'm always like, Dex feels like he's well, like. Usually, by perfect. the time it starts, I'm good. Yeah, but you know, by the time the first little bit, also Keenan. I mean, I hope this comes out well. Um, and I think it will. It was, it was a good one.
0: How, what makes it? It's good? a good one. How can you tell? I
1: mean, just the the conversation we had. Mm. I thought it went really well. Um, he's. One of the nicest people I've ever interviewed. He's he's really really nice. He's super cool, super genuine. Um, and it was weird because I've been watching this dude since all that man. And so it just it just felt like it felt like I was hanging out with my friend who I haven't seen in a really long yeah. time. She's like I know you. Yeah, of. yeah. And um, so it was it was actually really cool talking to him. But yeah, man. So I mean, in terms of how I prepared, man, just learn everything I can about the dude. Like I mean. I bought books on SNL to learn about Saturday Night Live, like the history of Saturday Night Live. I watched everything I could of his. I watched all his skits. Um, You know, all the ones that I could find on YouTube. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, you know, the basics in terms of, like, how you interview people. The basics is, I mean, you know, you come more or less prepared so which which i think you did for this this is sort of meta but no
0: but here's the thing with you is you i knew it would be great either way just because you're dope dude compared to (laughs) one we also have rapport where Mm -hmm. you know how much i respect you and look up to you compared to it's different when you and this is something that i want to get into but haven't Mm -hmm. quite yet interviewing strangers who aren't as willing to be interviewed or are more on sure. you know with you yeah. I'm, I'm like I'm preparing for decks I'm watching your stuff I'm going through your high school photos whatever like <laughs> like digging up dirt but I'm yeah. like this I know you're dope dude you're mm-hmm. you're you're not there isn't this threat aspect where you feel like i'm trying to get one over on you yeah compared to it's coming from vice with news especially with dealing with people like celebrities i know yeah. and some even some of your interviews sometimes the people i feel like are a little sometimes on guard They're like, oh no what i've what are they trying to get i've
1: had people like get me. really angry at me yeah and so no, I, I got into it with who is it like the uh the spokesman for the baltimore police department i don't know if you saw that one i didn't see that oh one. yeah we got into it
0: that when I yeah he, him.
1: He, he did not appreciate the questions I was asking because
0: you probably asking real
1: yeah po- you know or, he, he no, didn't like him <laughs> <laughs> no, <I don't> <laughs> he didn't like my questions and I'm not telling you I'm not even telling you like behind the scenes stuff yeah. it's just it's very obvious yeah. from the interview that he was not happy with the question I asked him
0: how do you navigate that
1: well it's yeah well, this is the, I mean it's tough In because so this this is something that like it doesn't really come natural to me because I don't like confronting people like that's not
0: that's not my thing it is yeah
1: and and it's hard um but you know it's it's like the job and you got to do it and and you know what I do try to make people understand is like hey look I'm coming from you I'm 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 coming here this is where I'm coming from I'm letting you know where I come from you know I don't have this like oh let's be objective like there's no such thing as objectivity right. there's no such thing as neutrality like it's pretty obvious from the jump. Like here, here's where I'm coming from. But I would like to know more about what you think. Yeah. And and I'm not trying to pull something over on you. I'm just trying to ask you this question. And once I ask you this question, I'm gonna step out the way and I'm gonna let you speak your piece. If I disagree, I'm gonna say so. Yeah. Um. I'm not gonna pretend, but I am going to let you speak. And so that's, I guess, how I sort of justify it. In my mind in order to prevent myself from being too too nice. Yeah. Because it is hard for me. And I have been told, like, hey, like, don't don't be so nice. Like,
0: like the the lady, I forget her name, but the the lady who, who... Rachel Dolezal? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that one when it gets it starts to get confront a little confrontational. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I'm like, yo, Dex swagged that out. I felt like you handled <laughs> it really well. Cause I know and this is coming from a white guy's perspective. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Let alone if you're a black guy like mm-hmm. Let's talk about this a little more, what's going yeah, on, right. where I felt like you handled that really well in the yeah, sense yeah. of how do you, when you can tell it's starting to go there, they're starting yeah. to get prickly, and you know that you, you're kind of the conductor. And so mm-hmm. you can say, let's just, cool, because you need their rapport. It's a mm-hmm. weird balance. You need their rapport to get the interview. Yeah. How do you, how do you make those calls to be like, okay, I'm going to keep pushing this?
1: It's... Well, I've I've gone in I mean it's it's one of those things where it's like maybe the only thing keeping me doing it actually or making it happen or allowing me to keep pushing when I need to push yeah. is the knowledge that look man, I don't come all this way to do this. Yeah. I got on a plane. Yeah. These other people gone on a plane. It's probably that, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> like this whole, whole, pe- yeah, this whole crew me. is really it is because if it's just you know, if the camera person all of a sudden like falls, they've ruined everything. Right. Right? And or if the producer forgets to book something or they they pulled some other stunt they've ruined everything yeah but at that moment if i mess that up that's, that's it on you that's on me that's like the pressure it is and so you know you don't i don't want to upset this person in front of me but they're strangers i like i, I these are these other people who i need to work yeah. with and so i need to make sure that i'm pulling my weight here uh, and so that's a dope way to think about i it. I, I guess and i mean i'm i'm I sometimes I don't know why I do stuff that I do, but you know, but that that's sort of it. Is I you know I just tell them like, "Yo, here's why." Um, you know, I I got to ask you this question, and you know I want and you know I want to you know, give you an opportunity to answer it because I know that it's not just my question. These are questions that. Um, they're not that original. These are, like say for Rachel Dolezal, like these are questions that a lot of people would want to ask you. And so I'm going to ask you it and here's your opportunity to answer that question. Yeah. You know, if you didn't believe that that was something you want to do, you wouldn't take this interview. How much do you prep? So someone like Rachel, as just an example,
0: how Mm -hmm. much do you talk to her beforehand to say, this is my adventure? Do you not talk to her about that? How? Not really, no. How how much rapport do you build with her before cameras start rolling?
1: Uh, Oh, well, well, actually with her, it sort of depends. Um, You don't want to, I mean, this is kind of inside baseball but you don't want yeah. to talk to people too much just beforehand oh. just because you know you don't want to have the interview when the cameras aren't even rolling yeah. because if it doesn't if it's not on tape it didn't happen. Right. Um that's an interesting point. Yeah, but you know I'll I'm I'm nice to everybody, I think. And yeah. So and actually Major dole is all super nice too. Um and actually she has pretty good art. I actually thought her collage work was great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Her paintings, I mean, I'm not super into paintings, and so I wasn't super into it, but I recognize, oh, these are technically good. Yeah. Um, Sculpture, also good. Her collages were actually really good. Interesting. I would totally buy one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how much they were, but I I definitely would have picked one up if they were just like lying around for sale. Right. Yeah, I would have put one in my house. Absolutely. Um, So interesting. But yeah, I mean, she's she's a legit good artist. Um, But, you know, we just talked about stuff we I mean we talked a little bit about race like yeah. we, you know just living in spokane you know what i mean um but you know there are points where i disagreed with her and there were i think she found that out very quickly yeah um but you know i wanted to i thought it, you know i thought it was a it was a good conversation to have and I, so i liked it i, yeah. I it
0: came out i was like yo i was like that's crazy <laughs> that they're able to one get that interview and then two ask those questions that everybody was thinking. Mm-hmm. And I was like so stoked because yeah. I don't know if I would have had it takes guts, man, to take so, sit there with somebody straight up ask them point blank period.
1: It's a it's a it's always a little scary. Could, like anything that could anything that could, anything that could, could be south. controversial, you know, kind of, uh, confrontational at all. It's it's always a little bit scary. Um but I just try to go in and, you know, like respect yeah. basically. That's about it. What do you think your hardest interview ever was? Hardest? Oh my gosh, you know, I don't even know. I mean, the the Rachel Dolezal one was a little rough. Um, Sensitive material stuff. Yeah, yeah. it was... Well, because the other thing was I did... Honestly, that was... I I don't know if I can say what the roughest one was. I know that one was a bit rough. Because if you remember the interview, um, one of the reasons I really wanted to do it, because I read her book. A lot of people never read her book. I read the book. Um, But the thing is, she said basically her parents had basically kind of engineered this whole thing because... Basically, her brother had sexually assaulted her uh, her younger adopted sister. Uh. Um, if you remember that part in there. So the thing was, we're talking about that, and that's a really important part of the story. Yeah. But the sister is right there in the room, which, of course, you don't know this watching the thing. Right. It was really, like, I didn't want to make her talk about that right in front of like I didn't want to do that, but it was like, I had to. Because cause that's really important, because that's such an important part of the story, is basically that her argument is, like her parents started coming on talking about all this stuff because she had like this trial, you know, she had these accusations against them and they were trying to go to trial for this. And then right after that the charges got dropped because Rachel's no longer like a reliable person. Yeah. And so she's really upset about this because, you know, it's like, yo, whatever you think about me, my younger sister really got like this is really this unjust thing that happened to her that yeah. has nothing to do with her, um, or my choices or whatever. And so I really wanted that in there because I thought that was such an important part of it that a lot of people just glossed over, just being mad at this. Let's be mad at this lady. Right. Like, I'm not mad at Rachel Dolezal. Like, I don't care, man. Um, but it that was tough. That was tough. I mean, you know, talking to the people in the the, the young lady in the, um, the ghost ship fire yeah. um, in Oakland where, like, you know, one of her best friends died. And like having her talk to me about that, that was really rough. Um, you know, but then, you know, I, a, lot, a lot of these where it's a lot of interviews can just be sort of just like nerve wracking because you're preparing so much and it's like, oh man, I don't know if I can do this. Then after you're done, it's like,
0: whew, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah. I
1: got my part. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. What's, you know, like the, the Keenan thing, like I was yeah. freaking out about that, man. It was great. It was great. Like we just chatted about stuff. Yeah. We spent five minutes talking about Michael Jackson.
0: I feel like he'd be a great guy to talk to about that. <laughs> yeah, right? like, it was,
1: and he's got probably stories
0: on stories yeah, for days. Yeah, and yeah, of yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, you know, we we had to keep it, you know, just a, a brief, limited topic, yeah. but you know, um, what
0: were you talking to him about? Just how it changed?
1: Yeah, basically, and you know, just you know, his career and stuff like that. But why Keenan? Because he's been on the show longest, so man. Long. And you know, we just put in this ask, just oh, we want to talk to Keenan, it finally happened. It's like okay, if you can talk to Keenan. You talk to Keenan. And dumb. so we went and talked to Keenan.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, I feel like he'd be also great cuz he'd probably be very honest and mm-hmm. have an interesting perspective just on you know, all the different characters and people that have come through there mm-hmm. that he's had interactions with. Yeah. You know, like, I've, I'd have a hard time interviewing him because I'd want to know what Drake is like. i don't know, you know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> Yo, this he came like,
1: through with a jacket that Drake gave him. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was an OVO jacket? It was. It was like oh, this Letterman looking jacket. Dude, it was that's hilarious. so fresh.
0: It does have the big O?
1: Yep. It has does the OVO thing dude, on it. Yeah, I
0: feel like I'd... Any of those SNL people, I would just lose it because I'd be like, What's Kanye? Like, what's this person like? Yeah. I feel like behind the scenes you had to work with him for a week on sketches. Yeah. I want to know what it's like running sketches by Kanye. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like how what does he find funny? Does he laugh? Does he smile when he's back there? Like, um, I don't know. I just think it'd be it'd be really dope.
1: Yeah. Super it was dope. yeah, but you know, it's it's always nerve wracking, it's always scary. Um But it's it's fine. You know, it's fun. And then just I'm always asking people like, yo, is there anything I could do better? Yeah. You know, I, I try to do that a lot, actually. Ask people um, who I'm working with. And, you know, and if there's something, they'll tell me, um, which is great too. The
0: interviewees or the producers and stuff? Producers and stuff. Like okay.
1: afterwards, is like, yo, is there anything I could do better? Like, you know, is there anything you want from me next time? Yeah.
0: Drop some knowledge on the boy. What's some what's some of the best advice that that they've
1: um I'm trying to think. Uh you know, sometimes it's like, ask more, like, you should ask this question or whatever. Or, some, I mean, sometimes they'll, like, jump in near the end and, like, hey, can you can you re-ask this question? Or can you ask that? Mm. That kind of thing. Um, I mean, one thing I can say definitely is, I mean, this isn't anything anybody's had to tell me. Yeah. But definitely, you know, researching before is a big thing. Because if you don't, then, I've never done this, but I know that. You know, they'll feel a little bit slighted yeah. because this person doesn't even know me. Like, what are they doing? Um, like if you didn't know that where I worked right now, like this would be a problem, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, or you didn't know what I'd done, it's a Google at all. search away. It's seriously, it's, it's mostly this stuff is Google, yeah. and so it's not that hard.
0: Google, Dexter or tumble, yeah. <laughs> all your videos, come yeah. Up and it's like i just went down the rabbit hole, yeah.
1: So, um, but you know, it's the, the stuff like you could. I mean, starting off with something that is a pretty easy topic or something that, you know, you know that they're interested in. You can sort of just chat with them about, you know what I mean? So even like Keenan, we started talking about Michael Jackson. Like the interview was not about Michael Jackson, but somehow we got on that and we just kept it rolling because it was fun. And that was like, okay, break the ice so he doesn't feel, you know, too tense. Not that he's going to be tense, but, you know, you, you do spend a lot of time talking to people who don't get on camera often yeah. or ever this might be their first time ever might be the last and so you want them to feel comfortable enough with you so whatever it is that makes them comfortable with you really that's the whole thing dex you are the
0: man mm-hmm. um before we get out of here sure tell the people where can they find you what's up next for you
1: what's up next for me man i never know um yeah well the web- Dex digi right yeah yeah and yeah so every i mean everything is whatupdex.com.
0: Shit is fly. You, yo, first of all, get off the internet. But if you are get off if, the internet. If you are on in the internet, look at this man's website. Because yeah. this is how you this is how you, I think, tell your story well on a website. I always look to your website really? for direction. Bro, when I'm when I'm working on my personal mm-hmm. website shit, always. I think it's perfect because it's it's you. You're very much genuinely you on there. Mm-hmm. It flexes in a very humble way. That's like <laughs> that's like, yo, I'm crushing it, but it's not like this is what people have said about me. I love the but where you're like, this is where you can find me. Sometimes I play video games. Sometimes I make beats. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I kinda like taking photos. And like it's a sick way to have a portfolio of shit mm-hmm. that that is pimping, you know, like mm-hmm. pimps your stuff, but in a way that's like from your voice. Sure. You know, it's not like it's not like you have a blurb that somebody else, like you're talking about yourself in the third person. Right. Right? Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like sometimes and that... It's just you, but also shows what you do well. Thanks. And yeah. So De- it's
1: what up Dex. What up Dex? Yeah. What up Um, you know, Instagram Dex Digi. Twitter is also the same at D E X D I G I. Even though I'm not really using Twitter right now, I'll get back on it later. But
0: <laughs> why would you take, just take a break from the hate?
1: Uh, no, no, not even that. Um, I went to China and it was blocked.
0: That's right. And
1: then just when I came back. And so I just deleted the, all, every app that's blocked in China, which is basically every app. Yeah. Um, and then I just, when I came back, I was like, oh, I'm good. Yeah. I didn't know, <laughs> what really was did you need Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: That's dope. What social media are you on right now that you that you like? Mainly to use? just
1: Instagram. L-gram. Yeah. Mainly Instagram and like Line, but that's like with my Japanese friends because pretty much only Japanese people use Line. Yeah. I've never um, heard of it. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> it's like WhatsApp except. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Dope. Well, yo Dex honestly hey you the man thank you absolutely thank you thank you coming through all right peeps stay tuned thank you again for listening yeah peace hey hey thank you guys again for listening for real for real if you could leave a rating and tell me what you think what you liked what you didn't all that jazz Uh, i appreciate uh i appreciate the feedback all right see you next week